Support for Community Connection comes from Open Door Health Services, a not-for-profit organization providing health care and nutrition assistance to families regardless of financial resources. More information is at opendoorhs.org under the Get Involved link. This is Community Connection, an IPR original program that talks with the people in the nonprofit world in our part of the state and lets you know how you can get involved. I'm Michelle Kinsey, and joining me is Brady Eulis and Dave Franklin, and they are here to talk about Box Box. And yes, I said the same word twice. So Brady, you want to start things off and, and tell us a little bit about what you do and how this project came to be. Yeah, I am the director of Muncie Arts and Culture Council. We are a nonprofit organization that is also the official arts partner for the city of Muncie. So we try to fill in some of the arts and culture gaps that are in town and be the eyes and ears and brains for Mm -hmm. arts related things uh, to assist the city for larger long range plans and projects. Um, So Box Box is what we are calling um, a program to adorn the city's traffic control boxes with public art. That is certainly not an innovative program. Lots of people are used to seeing public art pieces on traffic control boxes Mm -hmm. in in lots of cities. Um, So we're not really reinventing the wheel. We just tried to come up with a name that was a little <laughs> a little more fun, um, less of a mouthful. Yeah, I love the name. And Dave, uh, tell us a little bit about your day job and how you got involved in this project. Well, uh, my day job is uh, catering banquets, basically overall everyday operations at Vera Mays Bistro. Um, and I've been involved with the Muncie Arts and Culture Council for a while, uh, started when I was uh, involved with a, a not-for-profit gallery, Gallery 308, um, and has continued since then. Um, yeah, you know, just trying to trying to get in where I fit in as far as, uh, uh, you know, getting a project going, um, you know, kind of feeling like I needed to, you know, obviously we're all volunteer board. If, if we're not doing it, it's not getting done. So, right. um, but it, it seemed like a good fit for me. And um, so, yeah, I, I got involved. So when did the project start? I know that you're accepting uh, applications, I guess, is the right word to Correct. use. Can you tell me a little bit about when this process started, how long it lasts, and, and what's going to happen in the next couple steps here? As a board, casually and intentionally, we've been talking about a program like this for a while. I was approached by Mayor Dennis Tyler the end of last summer about this kind of program specifically and asked if it was the kind of thing Mac would be interested in taking on. Obviously, we are. It makes sense for us to do this kind of thing. So we put a committee together. Um, Six locations have been identified as priority locations for the summer season of this program, the summer 2018 season of this program. Um, Some at the city's request and then some that the Mac board made decisions about and we have been meeting pretty regularly to put all the pieces together and get the the final version of the program approved by the Mac board so we could announce it which just happened in June. Wonderful so what exactly are you looking for can anyone uh, submit their idea and and how exactly is this going to happen how is the art going to then be put on the boxes themselves well the the art 
will be put on the boxes by the groups that um, uh, petition to or, or, or submit um, design proposals. Uh, and design proposals, okay. and I mean it's a, it's it's not just an application. Uh, you, you'd have to uh, also kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, uh -huh. about what your uh, work uh, has been previously. Even we've even asked for a couple uh, uh, examples. Okay. Um, and and we we want to again no get a brief bio, artist statement kind of thing, and and we challenge them to come up with a with a, an appropriate name um, and give us a description in words. And then again on a on a template of what their proposal looks like. Um, so hopefully we'll get some some pretty innovative stuff. As far as who is, yeah, it's obvious if you if you want to submit a proposal, we will look at it. <laughs> and uh, uh, and we're excited, and we hope that we can get a community like the community groups um, involved with that and get them excited about it, um, with the hope that these first six will launch. The rest of them, I mean, we know there are lots of places that we could stick a, you know, some art. Some public art. Sure, oh, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Brady, do you want to talk a little bit about the fact that that public art uh, really does wonders for a community? People that visit the community, people that live in the community, take great pride in public art. When And going back to kind of visitors, when people visit a community, oftentimes you see them posing or the photos that they take are with public art. Absolutely. Um, I was also involved in the mural project. Um, mm -hmm. We're coming up on a year anniversary of the completion of that project. And the response has been phenomenal, both verbally, but also just the visual and constant interaction that yeah. people have with selfies. Yes. Um, that wasn't really anything that we ever expected to happen with that project. Um, it's public art like that, like the sculpture at Cornerstone Park, mm -hmm. like the Unity Bridge overpass, like Beneficence, yeah. those unique to the city public art efforts capture the cultural mm -hmm. heritage of a place and help people identify with the community that they are a part of. Um, so what we're excited about with this project is that it's uh, the, the scale of implementing your design on a traffic control box is really pretty manageable. You're not asking a lot out of an artist. It does take time. It does take intentionality and mindfulness, but it's it's certainly not casting a statue. And um, it also that low barrier to entry also lets us open the program up to a lot of people, Absolutely. which is really exciting. So like Dave said, that could be neighborhood groups. It could be community groups. It could be individual artists or artists working collectively. Right. We're really open about that. The application process is a little rigorous. It's important to, to start with some due diligence, mm -hmm. um, but it's certainly not overwhelming um and and it was designed specifically to be accessible to lots of people and where can they find the the application and i know there's a template for you know how the art needs to fit on the box and all of those types of things where can people find all of that material there are a lot of places that that information can be found <laughs> the best most comprehensive place would be the muncie arts and culture council website okay which is www.muncieartscouncil.org. Dot org. You can find it directly from the 
homepage, or you can go to munciearts.org slash box box. And that takes you directly to the complete program information, which is a call for participation. It's important to read that. That will instruct you on on all kinds of things, eligibility, site locations, um, safety requirements for participating, and then guide you through the application process as well. So the application is there. Our friends at the Delaware County GIS also put together an interactive map of all of the traffic box locations. That was going to be my next question, because I think, as Dave mentioned earlier, you know, community groups and 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 you know, neighborhood organizations, those kind of things might want to get involved. So it'd be a great idea to find out where those locations are. And perhaps if you're in that area, that might be, you know, something of interest. 100%, I would encourage you to walk around and like physically spend time in and around the places where you live and work and like to spend your free time to identify traffic boxes that are near and dear to your heart. Um, But that's not always the easiest way to find a location um, or to know or remember exactly what the cross streets are, where sure. that box is. Um, so that interactive map should be really helpful. Absolutely. That information is on our website, too, um, as well as our Facebook page and our Instagram page and our Twitter account. All of that's at Muncie Arts. Um But there are definitely some traffic boxes that don't qualify for this program. Those are control boxes that are owned by NDOT. Okay. That's a different kind of hurdle. So we have permission to adorn all of the traffic boxes that are owned by the city of Muncie. And those are clearly defined on that interactive map. Okay. And those are mostly just kind of, if I'm picturing them correctly, just kind of a a grayish kind of steel box normally, right? Yes. Okay. If you're lucky, it hasn't, you know, there's usually graffiti or or stickers or, you know, last month's yard sale sign. uh, (laughs) uh, Adorn those now. Not that those are bad things. Uh, They're very informative. But uh, the goal is to to make something uh, that that gives you a better sense of place, you know, sense of purpose and and enjoy where you live. Right. That you walk by or drive by all the time and don't give a second thought to. This is going to make you stop and and look and hopefully appreciate mm-hmm. uh, the art and the artists, the wonderful artists that we have right here in our own community. So is there a deadline? Are there some time? Is there a timeline that we need to keep in mind uh, through this? Well, so the program is open for applications through Friday, August 31st of this year. We are accepting applications on a rolling basis, though, so we want to get going with the actual application and implementation of the project as soon as artists and appropriate applications are approved. Um, That could be in two weeks. Uh, We got our first official application the same day that the program was announced. Wow. So I don't think that we're going to have any shortage of applications, we're probably not going to need that August 31st deadline. Um, but there is a, a schedule for the turnaround time for the program. So once you've applied in about two weeks, you'll hear from us about whether or not it's approved. We'll get in touch with you if we have any questions or if we need more information. Then we will prime the boxes so that they're ready to be painted as soon as the artist or artist group is ready to get going. Then we give them a month window to finish that project. We know that 
a lot of people who are interested in this project probably aren't professional artists, so they have day jobs and other life responsibilities to work their art time around. We want to be really respectful of that and the weather, obviously, because this is an outdoor project. You have to be uh, a little bit flexible with your timeline. And then we will go back once each project is completed by the artist and apply an anti-graffiti coat over top of that, which is uh, an awesome, responsible way to ensure the longevity of those artists' efforts. The other part about this that I thought was that, that that's notable. There's an artist stipend. stipend. We should definitely exactly. say that. There's a stipend. It is important for Mac to set a precedent right. that artists should be adequately compensated for their cultural contributions. Um, the artist supply stipend is a little bit more controlled. Um, we're working with Karen Fisher and her team at the Art Mart to make sure that all of the supplies that people purchase for the project are top-notch, wow. long-lasting, quality artist supplies. In addition to that supply stipend, we're also offering just an artist stipend. It's modest, but it is a necessary part of the program that we're fortunate to be able to offer artists. Once the art, once the boxes are complete, uh, where can we see them? Like if if maybe we want to see them, is there somewhere online? Are they going to be on the uh, the Mac website? Or I'm I'm assuming they're going to be everywhere. Just where where can we check them out if we're if we don't happen to be driving by there on a regular basis? Absolutely. So our goal is to document each project and using the artist information, their artist statement, um, any other information that they've included in the application will complement the visuals of those projects and how they're documented on our website. Once once the physical projects are ready, we'll definitely do that and then share those stories pretty wide. Are there other ways for people, you know, perhaps they don't want to be involved as an artist with this project, but are there other ways for people to volunteer and get involved with the Muncie Arts and Culture Council? Absolutely. So we are always looking to grow our membership That's one of the most convenient, direct ways for us to stay in contact with our artist community and to learn more about the projects that they are working on. Um, As much as we want artists to show up for what we're doing, it's important for us to show up for what other artists are doing. Um, We can use volunteers for the BoxBox program. We also have a number of other programs, PlySpace Artist Residency, Mayor's Arts Awards, we're always looking for helping hands and active imaginations uh, to help support the work that we do. Wonderful. Once again, uh, tell everybody what that website is where they can go to learn more about the project and, and get involved. www.munciearts.org. Wonderful. Well, thank you both so much for, for joining me today on Community Connection. Thank you, Michelle. Community Connection is hosted by Michelle Kinsey and engineered by Sean Ashcraft and is sponsored in part by Open Door Health Services and the Ball State Federal Credit Union. To hear more from this conversation and listen to past episodes, visit our program website at indianapublicradio.org slash community connection. <laughs>